The Blevins Franks Report with Rob Kay of Blevins Franks Wealth Management. Good morning, Rob. Happy New Year. And how's things been? Good morning, Howard. Yeah, Happy New Year to you and Happy New Year to all the listeners. Uh, it's probably surprising, maybe surprising me to say this, but I'm, I'm really happy to be back because <laughs> two weeks seems like a really long time. But actually, if I go back, once I've come back to work, I stopped eating and drinking as much. So... Yeah, that's a great start to the new year, stopping eating and drinking. (laughs) (laughs) That's one new resolution, isn't it, I guess? Absolutely. Anyway, our two-week break was a nice long recess for some, I guess, our listeners perhaps. But now we're back. And although it only seems like yesterday, because time flies, when we took a retrospective look back at 2023, so today it feels logical we should start the year off by looking forward to 2024. But first... Here's a question. What caught your eye over the festive period? <laughs> well, lots of things. I know. Having a two-week break from these broadcasts does make you realise just how much news there is out there every week. So separating so-called wheat from the chaff, uh, so to speak, is, is not easy. But, but let's try and focus on what was, I think was specifically topical for our listeners over that festive period. Now, obviously, one issue which grabbed the attention of every Brit who owns a second home in France was the Immigration Bill, which was passed by French MPs just before Christmas. The bill includes a clause which could exempt British second home owners from post-Brexit visa rules. Overall, the Immigration Bill is, is quite controversial, and the headlines were dominated by measures such as benefits being cut for foreigners and an amnesty for undocumented workers. But buried in the text was a clause that could be significant for Brits who own properties in France. The text says long-stay visas are issued automatically to British nationals who own a second home in France. They are therefore exempt from having to apply for a long-stay visa. Now, before this can become law, the conditions um, have to be specified by decree by the Conseil d'État, and at this stage, how that will work is still quite vague, so I'm sure this is an issue we will be revisiting frequently over the coming months. The European Union also ventured into a similar space when they announced that from the 6th of October, British passport holders without the right of residence in Europe will need to prove or provide facial scans and fingerprints to be allowed access to the Schengen Zone. The Olympics in Paris in July and the autumn slowdown in holidaymakers travelling from the UK have certainly influenced when these new measures will be introduced. But that's no surprise, as early predictions estimate the time it will take to process border checks could increase from 90 seconds to actually 10 minutes. Now, French tax officials have finally admitted they are using artificial intelligence to tax fraudsters with up to half the investigations into business fraud now being initiated by AI. The system uses algorithms, tax identification numbers, confidential tax data, mathematical formula to highlight possible frauds. Now, thousands of pieces of data are mined to identify files that present an anomaly and therefore have a greater chance of being fraudulent. The tax authorities are now aiming to target individuals, specifically high-case stakes, and those who declare rent. Now, they actually then cross-reference that data to then predict how much rent that that should be declared, and that then raises the issue of how much rent is declared. 
As usual, the start of a new year heralds the arrival of lots of changes. Some of the more high-profile include an increase in French state pensions by up to 5.3%. Now that takes the figure up to €1,011 per month to keep the pensions ahead of inflation. France's minimum wage, the SMIC, has been increased to €11.65 per hour. So the minimum wage for a full-time position is now €1,767 per month. The price of more stamps will also increase. Green stamps will increase to €1.29. Turquoise stamps to €2.99. Registered letters will cost €5.36. And international stamps will cost €1.96. And to help lower the administration burden on courts, speeding of offences of less than 5 km per hour over the limit will no longer incur a points deduction. Fortunately, those offences will still be subject to a fine though. Then, finally, on the 28th of December, the Conseil Constitutional ratified the 2024 French budget, which the government has titled Control Spending to Invest in the Future which sounds to me like a licence to tax whatever the government wants if they deem it's in their residents' best interests. Very good. Um, you take me back to green shield stamps. <laughs> and I think there were pink <laughs> stamps as well. I seem to I remember. I don't remember the pink stamps, I but I definitely one. do remember the green shield stamps, yes. Yeah, yeah. showing our age, who I am. Absolutely. Uh, <laughs> talking of age, New Year's resolutions feel a bit old-fashioned these days, but should we have an up-to-date financial plan anyway? <laughs> it's funny you should say that, Howard. I was, I was thinking along the same lines myself on Monday uh, as I reflected on the year to come. Um, I asked my kids if they'd made any New Year's resolutions, and I got that face. Um, every parent knows the one I'm referring to, the one that says, What are you on about, Dad? That said, my youngest then went back to university the following day to get himself prepared in advance for the new semester which starts for him tomorrow. So maybe the younger generation do do New Year's resolutions. It's probably just not cool to call them that these days. Now, every year starts with none of us knowing what world events will impact our lives. The past few years are a perfect example. Brexit, Covid, a worldwide pandemic, Russia invading the Ukraine... Hamas attacking a music festival in Israel, and for those of us who are not directly impacted by war, inflation, whose impact could have far-reaching effects on all our lives, maybe for a very long time to come. Regularly taking time to check our financial arrangements are still on track to protect our long-term objective is a habit we should all get into. It can avoid those nasty financial surprises that sneak up on us when our attention is diverted. As the old expression goes, if we fail to plan, we plan to fail. And if we don't review our financial planning arrangements, especially after what we've all gone through recently, we have, we'll have no excuses. Regular, review, regular reviews make sure our financial affairs are compliant and appropriate. Tax rules and financial regulations continually evolve. And if our strategy doesn't, our arrangements will be quickly out of date. Some of the changes we've seen recently can even call into question the legality and the workability of arrangements we have previously established. Despite what you might think, tax and legal changes don't always deliver doom and gloom. They frequently create opportunities, but if you don't know about them, they will be missed and the opportunities then lost. Living Franks dedicates a considerable amount of resource to staying on top of developments and changes, which ensures our clients don't get any nasty surprises, and they know all about the opportunities as soon as they appear on the radar.
Do we need to review our savings and investments? Um, I said that inflation could have a far-reaching effect on all our lives, and last year was a perfect example of that. Lots of people moved their capital out of investment markets and opted for what they believed was the safer repository of cash deposits. Some of those deposit accounts were even paying over 5%, which on the face of it may have seemed very attractive for a guaranteed return. That said, cash deposits paying rates at that level was not a surprise. 12 months ago, inflation around the world was rampant and the only way to bring it down was for central banks to raise base rates. Probably one of the most ironic aspects to 2023 was those people who fled the markets or who chose to delay or defer investing were out of the market when those markets bounced back in November and December. They missed double-digit investment returns over that two-month period compared to a 5% return over 12 months with probably a penalty if they pulled out before their deposit account period elapsed. The catalyst for this missed opportunity was investors having their heads turned by supposedly easier, safer returns. In the end, the basic rule of investing once again proved to be correct. Jumping in and out of markets and trying to time them is a fool's errand. We need to develop a long-term financial planning strategy. Stick to it, then regularly review it as your goals, aspirations and situation evolve. So what does 2024 look like from an investment perspective? <laughs> Big question, Howard. There, there, there certainly seems to be a greater feeling of, of optimism for investment markets. The, uh, the UK Chancellor, for example, uh, Jeremy Hunt, he said over the festive period that 2024 will be the year when the UK economy needs to throw off pessimism and declinism. The US equity market is, is still the largest investment area in the world. In 2022, the Dow, the S&P 500 and the Nasdaq 100 experienced peak-to-trough declines of 21, 25 and 35% respectively. And now, a week before Christmas just gone, all three were in new high ground on a total return basis. Why did these markets do this is largely irrelevant. But what is important is we need to learn from the experience. We need to be long-term, goal-focused, plan-driven investors. And this is a perfect example of the fact. There can be a, a very significant bear market over one year, but those declines can then be entirely erased the following year. The past two years should have reinforced several timeless, enduring principles, which should then be combined with a consideration of the current conditions. Economies cannot be consistently forecast, and the market's consistently timed. The highest probability of capturing long-term returns is simply to remain invested at all time. We need to be long-term investors as opposed to speculators on the near-term trends of stock markets. Declines in the mainstream equity markets are sometimes quite significant, but they have always been surmounted. As the, world, as the world's most uh, consistently successful companies ceaselessly innovate, a long-term investment success most reliably depends on making a plan and acting continuously on that plan. An investment strategy based on anticipating or reacting to current economic, financial or political events usually fails in the long run. Overall, our investment recommendations are now essentially the same as they were two years ago and probably what they've always been. Regularly review your long-term financial goals. If those goals haven't changed, we'll probably be recommending that you stick with the current plan. And if your plan isn't changing, there will probably be no compelling reason to materially alter your investment portfolio.
Are there specific issues that French residents need to review? Um, if possible, we always encourage people to seek financial planning advice before they become French resident. But if that's not possible, then as soon as possible after. Once you're here, you need to regularly review your situation. We strongly recommend taking a holistic view of your overall finances rather than focusing on specific issues because they're all connected. Three years after untethering from the EU, it's logical, certainly from a tax perspective, that the UK has moved further away from the EU. The UK's autumn statement left allowances, thresholds and rates frozen for the next five years. Now, if you live in France but continue to hold UK assets, you will end up paying more UK tax. If you know these changes are impacting you, I urge you to do something about them because you just need to stop putting it off. If you don't know how or the impact of the freezes are impacting you, I urge you to find out and you can give us a call to understand. French residents with UK income still enjoy UK personal allowances and the ability to have UK income paid gross and then taxed in France. That could change in the future, but right now we have a window of opportunity to review those arrangements. There are always specific areas people should focus on, Howard, but we shouldn't forget the bigger picture. Do we also need to review our estate planning? How important are regular succession health checks? Well, whether, whether it's succession rules and taxes in France or inheritance tax in the UK, both have been in the news this past 12 months. Inheritance tax in the UK is now generating billions more in revenue for the government than it has ever done before. The current UK government is under immense pressure to make changes to the rules and taxes that have not changed in the past 15 years. Now, if they do implement those changes, will an incoming Labour government then maintain those changes, which were designed mainly to keep the Tories in government? I don't think so. Having advocated changes to French succession laws, rules and taxes in the run-up to this year's budget announcement, the actual budget delivered absolutely no changes. French assets therefore remain exposed to what was last changed when President Sarkozy was in power way back at the end of the noughties over 10 years ago. France controversially changed the European rules regarding Brussels 4, which allows a foreign national resident in France to follow the succession rules of their mother country. The European Commission has now received numerous complaints and a decision is expected in February, which will be two months later than it was originally expected. The French change imposed French forced airship rules on the French assets of foreign nationals and their heirs, who have lost out, and they can then seek compensation. The notaries handling the estate must contact any heir who has lost out to ask if they wish to seek compensation from any part of the estate located in France. They could, for example, ask for a share of a French house. Lots of British nationals have simply used Brussels 4 as the default option to achieve their would-be testimony wishes. This imposition by the French government is a timely reminder that things shouldn't simply be taken for granted. They need to be reviewed. There'll be elections on both sides of the pond this year. Is there anything specific we should be mindful of? Um, yeah, I suppose. I've made lots of references this morning to, to making sure you review your situation, and specifically with respect to your finances. Um, I think this is especially important for us as we start 2024, because there is, there's going to be a lot going on in every corner of the world. 
Now, that situation won't be helped by the fact that 75% of the world's democracies will actually hold an election this coming year. The US election in November is bound to dominate the headlines and the person who ends up sitting in the Oval Office will have an influence on the lives of not just people in the US but all of us around the world. The Democrats, the US's Liberal Party, will try to secure a second term with an 81-year-old Joe Biden and an agenda which will be defined by its push for civil rights, a broad social safety net and measures to address the climate change. The agenda of the Conservative Republican Party will once again be lower taxes, shrinking the size of the government, gun rights and rights restrictions on immigration and abortion. The party hasn't picked its presidential candidate yet, but I think we all know it's looking like a septuagenarian Donald Trump will be running. Now, the UK has just managed to keep the same Prime Minister amazingly for 12 months, which is no mean feat given the past few years. Personally, I don't think anyone beyond the staunchest of Tory voters expects the Conservative Party to win the next election. And from conversations I've had with clients, even some traditional Tory voters think it's time for a change. That said, the issue be, what is a new Labour government going to be able to do, given what they will inherit, without generating more cash? And how does any government do that? Yep, through higher taxes. Now, taxation in the UK is now at its highest level since the early 80s. So without more of the same, it'll be difficult to see where the UK will go. The only thing we know for sure is if you've left the UK, but you still have assets there, they will probably be hit with higher taxes. And finally, how should listeners conduct a thorough review of their finances to ensure they have peace of mind? Uh, we've certainly banged on about uh, this reoccurring theme this morning, Howard. Um, your question really, I suppose, answers itself. Conducting a thorough review of your finances should give you the peace of mind of knowing you've done everything you can to appropriately arrange your own individual affairs. If your current circumstances don't allow you to make the changes that will improve your life and your peace of mind immediately, which is frequently the case, by the way, at the very least you will know what you need to do. As the expression goes, Rome wasn't built in a day and Blevins Franks doesn't have a magic wand. So many of our clients have spent 30, 40 and sometimes 50 years accumulating financial issues. So it goes without saying, everything can't be resolved immediately, overnight, and in some cases it could take several months. The first step in any review process is to lift the fog and actually get comfortable with the idea because it will mean someone will be rummaging around in your financial affairs and potentially asking you to take a long, hard look at yourself in the mirror, which is a never an easy thing to do. The next step then is maybe a little easier, but you need to pick up the phone and call us. But that can also be a big step or a big leap into the unknown. So if you prefer, you can begin that process by visiting our website and starting the review process at arm's length before you actually need to speak to an actual Blevins Franks partner. But not that scary, really. So, if the Christmas holidays uh, have given you time to reflect, or you've been putting off reviewing your strategic financial planning arrangements and want to start 2024 with a new focus, our French telephone number is 0493001780. That's 0493001780. And if our Monaco office is more convenient for you, you can call us on Monaco 97775574. That's 97775574. And if you'd like to know more about Levins Franks, or if it's easier to contact us via our website, 
The address is very simple, www.blevinsfranks.com. Well, thank you, Rob. We're back in the groove again. Absolutely, Howard. I'm good to be there. Um, have a great week, and I look forward to speaking to you next, uh, next Sunday. Likewise, and to all the listeners, Cheers, of Howard. course. The Blevins Franks Report. If you would like more information on any of the topics discussed in this program, contact your local Blevins Franks office on 0493001780 or riviera at blevinsfranks.com. It's a new year. Is it time to review your financial planning? Regular reviews are key to successful wealth management. Tax and succession regulations change regularly and you need to check your investment portfolio is suitable for you today. Blevins Franks specializes in strategic financial planning. We consider your residency, domicile, tax liabilities, investments, pensions, and estate planning wishes before outlining our personalized recommendations. Visit BlevinsFranks.com to arrange an appointment.